Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm pumped up, Jordan. Pumped? I took a nap and had a Dr. Pepper. Hey, check you out. That's the that's the old one two. There's a classic one two punch. Yeah, that's that's a Jesse Thorne speedball. You got it. Buddy. Now, what's now? What's a traditional speedball? It's speed and cocaine, right? No, that's heroin and cocaine. Heroin and cocaine. I think it's heroin and cocaine. But with you, and you inject it. You're a, a sober man. Yeah. You have you have migraine, so you watch you watch your caffeine intake. Yeah. This morning I had to take my migraine medication. That's a downer. So, if you really want to if you really want to juice yourself up. Little nap, little DP. Yeah, exactly. I actually learned it from Kirk Hammett. And you, you, sh- and what you do, you, you shoot it right into a vein underneath your ball sack, right? <laughs> well, I've run out of arm, arm, arm veins. Yeah, I ran out of leg veins, so mm-hmm. I got to get right up there in the taint. Under, under, under the ball sack, it is. You know what I do? Hmm. And this is something that only experienced IV Dr. Pepper <laughs> users mm-hmm. know about is because uh, it takes real skill. I balance the Dr. Pepper syringe pointing up on the ground, and then I just sit right down on it. Oh, nice. But you got you to gotta aim right, or else you're going to get it in the I butt. actually OD'd and was legally dead for 20 minutes because I did the same thing with a Dr. Star. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, well, when you're using Dr. Star, you don't know what they've cut it No, with. you don't know. What has Walmart? I think Walmart. I think it's a Safeway Safeway? Thing. Yeah. Vaughn's? One of those. Yeah. Kroger. <laughs> what does the Kroger cut it with? Yeah. You don't know. It's and you know it's it's half it's half pure prune soda. Yeah. <laughs> and then just like half baking powder. <laughs> and you never know. You never know what, know what kind of product you're gonna get. Uh our guest on this week's program, a beloved friend of the show, uh almost always willing to come here at the drop of a hat. Mm-hmm. We have a miscommunication with another guest. We holler at movie star mm-hmm. Steve Agee. Holla, Steve, that's your boy. Steve Agee <laughs> from Blockbuster Film, mm-hmm. by uh, which I mean he works at Blockbuster Video. <laughs> the only one left in L.A. Yeah. Oh, Steve Agee, oh, what a pleasure to have you here, as ever. Thank you, boys. If that Blockbuster closes down, do you think you could get a job at the last American Apparel? Oh, just be at, like, the last of are everything? those going out of business? I think they're done. Yeah, yeah. There There's was all, a there was good. a lot of there was a lot of talk on uh, Reddit menswear forums mm-hmm. that they were selling their wooden hangers cheap. Oh boy, <laughs> yeah. does that appeal to you? Are you a wooden hanger guy? Absolutely. Well, you, the thing is, you got to support the shoulders of the garment. Mm. I understand no wire hangers, but what about uh, the pl- the plastic ones? Do you use those? Well, they don't support the shoulders of the garment. Oh. I mean, I will occasionally. I, I'll admit, I'm look. I wasn't. I wasn't born with a diamond spoon up my ass. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I will occasionally use a broad-shouldered plastic hanger. There you go. But I prefer a wooden hanger. Do you hang your pants with those clamp? Uh, the the hangers with clamps on them. I love those clamps. You like a I clamp? Do too. Oh, I love. But I like a I like a wooden clamp that goes all the way across and has a little bump for the seam in the middle. I know exactly what you're talking about. Those Ooh, are great. Clamp it down. You know, yeah. I also like to go to like American Apparel's that are going out of business because I love uh, posters of women who look drugged up and don't know that they're having their picture taken. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Those laughs> what, are, what was that dude's name? The photo- Terry something? Dov Charney. Dov Charney. Was that his name? Oh, oh no, Terry Richardson. Terry Richardson, yeah. yeah. 
Terry Richardson. Two famous scumbags. Just two <laughs> monsters. Like, yeah. Every time yeah. you just what? How? Why would? Why you... would you associate with this person? Sure. Yeah. How does this person get a second job after they got a first job? Yeah, it seemed like at the height of Terry Richardson as a scumbag, he the the <laughs> the shoots just got more high profile. Yeah, it's yeah. like oh, why why is Meg Ryan doing this? <laughs> sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how did he convince? Burt Reynolds to go in there for that. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I think with Burt Reynolds, he prefers that when someone's taking his picture, they're also jacking off. Yeah. <laughs> That's how Burt prefers to jacking work. Jacking off. Jacking off. Um, yeah. Um, what well, was we're the, off to a good start. Wait, here's about... Steve Agee, stand-up comic, mm-hmm. actor. Mm-hmm. Guardian. Top build in Guardians Top of the Galaxy 2. I think I was like 70 on the call sheet. <laughs> Um, now, do you refer to yourself as a guardian, despite the fact that you played a ravager? No, I'm a ravager. I'm a ravager. Some would Jordan. say that's cooler. I I agree. Yeah, I played a cassette tape. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. Um, you were very funny in that movie, Thanks. by the way. Yeah, it was really fun, and um, I only just recently saw it and noticed they'd cut a bunch of my stuff. Stuff. Do out. you want to do yeah. some of the scenes? Uh, I'll be Gro- I'll be Groot. You be Steve. <laughs> I'll be a cassette tape. Yeah. You got to be a Zune. Okay. They have Zunes in the new one? I shouldn't say. Sure. Well, it's not a spoiler. So, spoilers for Guardians. There's a very funny Zune joke at the end. Perhaps the finest Zune joke ever committed to film. Wow. Yeah. Probably the only one. Yeah. yeah it could be the only one. There's a lot of other Yeah, yeah. Zune but it's, humor. you know, uh, yeah, great Zune joke. I hope it's one of those wood grain Zunes. Hmm. Is it, was that a thing? Yeah, they had brown wood grain Zunes. They did? It yeah. was. Because Zunes are great. It was. It was. I will say I, I might be misremembering, but I think it is brown. But it was not wood grain. Really, classic. Yeah, I think yeah, you might be right. Classic poop poop zoon original. <laughs> original poop Earth zoon. tone zoon. Yeah, I have several zoons. Mm-hmm. Do you really? Well, because I Jordan and I are known zoon enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. No. Yes, I was quoted <laughs> in the New York Times Magazine on the topic of zoon. We are. Yeah, we are probably the. We were the. The two longest Zune holdouts. Wow. They're like, it's any day now, America's going to catch on. I had a Zune Classic and a Zune HD, which yeah. was the smaller Zune with the oh, uh, yeah. touchscreen instead of the wheel. Yeah, I, wow. I had both types of Zune as well. And uh, we have a, a, friend, a, a friend of the program whose name I won't give in case this is against the rules, uh, but a friend of the program whose wedding I officiated mm-hmm. some years ago who works at Microsoft – in a different non-Zune division. Sure. But my Zune broke or something like that. Sure. And uh, he emailed me, want some Zunes. And I was like, <laughs> some Zunes. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? And he just, and just one day a box arrived at my door and with, an, with the explanation that at, at Microsoft, I guess, in Seattle or whatever, yeah. Redmond, Washington, uh-huh. they just have a room where abandoned shit goes. Like broken ex- old Xbox 360 promotional wow. versions of Xbox 360, and anyone can just take it. Sort of like if you work on a television show, maybe there's like a box of unwanted promotional crap that arrived if you work on a talk show or something. <laughs> sure. Yeah, you know, like just a, a box of yeah, um, you know, hats for swamp people. So were Zunes a thing of the past when this had happened? Yeah. Zunes were, yeah. had already been discontinued, but I just got a box of like <laughs> tester zunes, and so I have like five zunes. So I mean, oh, I wow. think I think you know, I think something that the the Guardians franchise has done very well is kind of revive 
you know, breathe some new life into these old forgotten characters. Yeah, yeah. Groot, Yondo. The, Yondo, the old forgotten ca- Yeah. I didn't know. Bradley a, Cooper. Bradley Cooper, <laughs> sure. Vin, yeah. Vincent Diesel. Yeah, yeah. Bradley Cooper was actually erased from continuity during, <laughs> uh, during the uh, Secret Wars. Well, he had lost that fight to oh, Booster Gold's from the DC universe. It is, yeah. God damn it. Are you comic book guys? I didn't know. I didn't even know what Guardians... Of the galaxy were before I, he made that movie. I was I know about a window of comic book things having to do with Spider Man primarily. Yeah, from I'm going to say 1989 to 1992. Right, 93. I've got a window where I mm-hmm. I can if you want to talk about Eric Larson, mm-hmm. the guy who drew Spider Man, then <laughs> invented the Savage Dragon. Then yeah, I'm on board for that. Jordan has more contemporary comic book knowledge. Yeah, and uh, but I mean, I liked comics as a kid and wrote the, read them, you know, pretty consistently with some yeah. uh, with some breaks. Yeah, uh, when I was trying to get girls to like me, and then decided, <laughs> fuck it, right? Fuck it, fuck right, boys? It. Come on, fuck it, girls. Um, <laughs> so with periodic breaks, I read I've read comics pretty consistently, and I had not heard of the Guardians of the Galaxy. So uh, yeah, so what I my proposal. If you can awaken these old characters, not the, even Mini Groot. No, not mini. even. Yeah, not Jesus, even Mini Jesse. Groot. Mini Groot. Lil Groot. L L I L. Maybe the kids see this Guardians. They see this this handsome poop zoon at the end. I got to get me one of those. I want to be like my hero Star Lord. Are you talking about an actual zoon, or is that just what you call Chris Pratt? <laughs> yeah, he's my he's my Zoon. Uh, yeah, maybe my son and my Zoon. Maybe the second coming. <laughs> I guess there was no first coming of the Zoon, so it never no. came. Steve, you didn't come to my wedding. How do you know about my wedding vows? <laughs> my what? son, my son, and my Zoon. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, speaking of broken Xboxes, Steve, whenever I see you, my instinct is to always ask you. Talk- Games. Is to like talk, talk about a video game and to yeah. see if you play it, yeah. to see if you've played it. But you are a year and some change with no video games. Yeah, I'm about a year and five months oh, off boy. of video games. What is that about? Were you playing video games compulsively? I was playing way too much, and um, like it was a huge problem. Like I could play easily ten hours a day. Like wow. And I think the last game I was playing was Metal Gear. Okay, and it's that was a huge world, and it was I, boy. There is, is this is uh, this is the Phantom Pain. Yeah, I boy, would wake so up in the morning, go. Oh, I'm going to go out and run errands and get some coffee, and then, but first, I'm just going to play for half an hour. Yeah, but first, I'm gonna I'm gonna trank dart more rabbits and attach balloons to them. Fuck, man! And then the whole day was gone. Wait, yeah. is that part of the game? Trank darting rabbits and yeah. attaching balloons. Oh, that that game was fun. good. It's really fun. It's a great game. Yeah, oh, it was a good game. Yeah, you you trank dart. You, it's about collecting resources to yep. upgrade mother base. Sorry if this is going to trigger you, Steve. No, no, no. This is like, I'm over it. Okay, this is like pouring a drink in front of an alcoholic. <laughs> I realize smoking. Jordan, just I'm a little worried that you're going to trigger me with re Skyrim. So you can just can you just be careful not to bring up gathering lavender? <laughs> yes, I can. Boy, there is a lot <laughs> of that shit in this game. You have to gather resources to upgrade Mother Base, mm-hmm. which is a, a sea base where you live with your men and your nice dog. Yep. And a part a big part of that is tranking animals out in the wild and attaching balloons to them and it shoots them up in the air, takes them back to Mother Base where to you can everything use- you can Dudes. Balloon, a car, yeah. people, yeah. Um, 
yeah, dudes, uh, got shipping containers that yep. have uh, minerals in them. This my, does kind of make me want to play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My Xbox has a broken disk drive, mm-hmm. so it does, I can't really play games on there anymore and just use it to watch videos. But um, my greatest worry is I th- consider myself a good father. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, I really love my three children, and I really care about them a lot. And my... Do you know all three of their names? <laughs> <laughs> Pop quiz, hot Sorry. shot. What's your child's okay. any order, name? Any order. doesn't have to be birth order. Curtis is the youngest. Mm-hmm. Okay. The middle one is Oscar. Okay. And I want to say the oldest one is called Gathering Lavender. <laughs> GL. My greatest worry is that they will have a new Skyrim mm-hmm. because it's bound to happen eventually. Sure. I mean, it's been years new since New Destiny last... is coming out soon. I, yeah. thought, about, I thought about getting... Witcher, because I heard it was like Skyrim, mm-hmm. but I've held off because I I was like I don't need to get a thing just because it's like Skyrim. Oh, so Skyrim Steve, so, so but if they come out with a new Skyrim, I'm gonna get what a, was the one the last one they did new... Elder Scrolls that was it didn't there was some online thing that I hear was not good. Yeah, it didn't I I played that and it was Skyrim was. If a new Maybe one comes out, I'm going to be at Target or whatever with my $500 or whatever it costs mm-hmm. to buy a new Xbox or PlayStation. Yeah. And I just give me the Skyrim machine. Yeah. And I'm going to abandon machine. my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I would probably be still be man. playing Skyrim if my game hadn't gotten a glitch in it. Oh, That's what made like, me stop. Did you like lose a save? No, it was just doing this weird thing where like, characters were just disappearing and like popping like just kind of strobing and it was just really annoying and i just stopped they they came out with a fix for it you know but i luckily used that as my you had way detached you yeah but so not you, after playing like 200 it's like hours. when an ex calls you and says hey i got sober and you're like good for you but Great. i'm not in love with you exactly. anymore. exactly did you put away your video game machine did you put it in a closet or it's in the closet. Are you still, it's not even are you near still the TV. using it to stream MLB.tv? Because I would mm-hmm. be lost without MLB.tv. Yeah. From Xbox? Yeah, that's what all, all I got on there is my MLB.tv. No, I... I, I got Netflix in there, too. It's put, I used to use Netflix on there, too. But then, uh, yeah, I just put it in the closet. Guys, I have wow. a smart Bye-bye. TV as well. Me, too. Mm. Netflix on my TV. My TV's not that smart. I went over. I <laughs> was Guys, over. That's no. what I call. That's a little something I like to call comedy. <laughs> okay. Comedy. I have a. I have a smart TV. I'll tell you the truth. It's not that smart. Okay. <laughs> what do you think your TV's IQ is? Uh, uh, less than my mother-in-law, and she's as dumb as a rock. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> she's not. She's a marriage and family therapist. She's quite bright. That's an advanced degree. So, Steve, so you were you super into the Destiny, the game that also rewards obsessive constant play? I was gathering? way into Destiny until I got to a point where it's you were doing the same missions over and over, grinding, and just sure. like I have friends that are still playing it. Yeah, but so the, all the all the first shit is starting to come out for Destiny Two. Mm-hmm. Are you seeing it online and saying I'm? I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get there. I gotta get up. I'm in seeing that. nothing about it. I'm just hearing about it from my friends who are still playing it. They're like, "Well, you gotta get your Xbox out for Destiny 2. and it's really tempting. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Did you play it? No, I didn't play Destiny. I'm not. That's not my cup of tea. 
um, but it looks very cool. And I appreciated it's, it's the meme good. going around from it. Uh, that wizard lives on the moon. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. There was a early beta of Destiny that came out with the voice of Peter Dinklage uh-huh. as a robot helper. Yes. And after you kill, uh, after you kill a certain guy, he says, "That wizard came from the moon." Yeah. <laughs> and everyone hated it so much that, that they replaced his voice. Yeah, Not that was a pretty good Dinklage. Dinklage. Yeah, they didn't like Dinklage. They yeah. didn't like Dinklage. They didn't like his performance. I think what happened. No, it was a very dry read. Was... You got to figure that what happens is you give Dinklage his $50,000 and you get an hour. Mm-hmm. Dinklage, That's what it felt like. Dinklage comes in, he's like, I got to get back to working on writing plays. <laughs> sure. But I'll give you an hour for 50 grand. <laughs> and we blow through this thing. Yeah. That wizard came from the moon. Can we get another one? No, we got to no, go. We got to no. go. No, I talk like this all the time. This is what I talk like. That wizard This is what from... I talk like all the time. I'm Dinklage. That's me. Um, God, it would be great to be friends with Dinklage. Be great to be I Dinklage. was just working in Palm Springs, and I was sit the day one. I was sitting in the hotel lobby. I just checked in, uh, but my room wasn't ready yet. So I'm sitting in the lobby, and out of the corner of my eye, over at the front desk, I see a little person with a whole bunch of other people, and I didn't want to stare or anything. But in my in my head, I go, "Oh, there's a little person," because you don't see him all the time, right? Sure. And then I go back to I'm. You know, looking at Twitter on my phone, and then I hear him speak, and I go, "It's fucking Dinklage in my hotel." Fucking Dinklage, and I turn, and sure enough, with a the big like a beard, like to rival yours, Jesse. It was wow. He had a big, big old big beard. Dinklage beard. Yeah. I I saw him once. the The great highlight of my life in Los Angeles, my star-strewn life uh-huh. in Los Angeles was one time when I was in the Los Feliz Goodwill and Peter Dinklage Ooh. and a couple of... This was before Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was not movie star Peter. I mean, he, granted, he had started he had done a Elf. station agent. Sure. I mean, but also he was a successful actor. Yeah. Elf. Elf. Station Elf. agent was great. Station agent was great. Terrific movie. Peter Dinklage is great in everything. Mm-hmm. He was he was uh, great in uh, in that not entirely successful Michael Showalter romantic comedy. Oh yeah, slash romantic comedy deconstruction. The Baxter. Yeah, that had some good things and some things he didn't quite yeah, yeah. work. Yeah, Dinklage was one of the things that worked. He Arc was great. on Thirty Rock. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. I got Dinklage is there, and I and I'm like, and it was the same thing. It was like. Out of the corner of your eye, you see a little person with several people attending them. Like, just people <laughs> with, like, notepads writing down. Whoa. And I'm like. Notepads. What? You know what I mean? Like, just, like, people. It, they were, like, production people. Yeah. And it was obvious that, like, he was in charge of something. Were they scouting? It was Goodwill, it, you said? Yeah. They were. They must have. By they were either scouting. Yeah. They were either scouting <laughs> or looking for wardrobe inspirations or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And uh, I, I only saw out of the back of the corner of my eye, I just saw a very small person with people taking notes. And I thought, I wonder if that's Peter Dinklage. That, I mean, yeah. it's got, I mean... Could be Warwick Davis. Or but, the guy mm, from Seinfeld. That's a guy named sure. Warwick, da- Warwick Davis. Yeah, that's, that's uh, Willow. And I, I look around. Yeah, it's Dinklage. Dinklage. Look at yeah. that handsome son of a bitch. I look back. You look, you can't, you know, you can't get just, anytime you see a movie star, you can't get too involved in it. No. You got to let them be. You got to let them use the goodwill as they will. Yeah. 
But there was let the him highlight. buy '80s paintings of flamingos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It, I was. I've been thinking about it ever since the time mm-hmm. when my life and Peter Dinklage's life passed by like ships in the night. We've been trying to get Peter Dinklage on Bullseye since before Game of Thrones. Wow, for real, and no dice. Peter Dinklage, very choosy about his breath. I saw him at the Gelson's in Los Feliz, the Mm. one over on Franklin, Mm. one night, and I wanted to go up and say hello to him, but I was too afraid to. Yeah. And I had an in. I had done karaoke with his brother. (laughs) That's a great opener. I wanted to go, hey, I've met your brother. (laughs) Yeah. Steve, are you a guy who will karaoke? Not usually. Okay. No. In a pinch. It was my landlord had a karaoke room. And oh, okay. So it was one of those nights where I was like, yeah, I'll go up and karaoke with you guys. That's Wait, nice. your landlord had a karaoke in the building? <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Didn't you say he had a karaoke room? I thought you just meant that he had rented one of those private rooms at a karaoke <laughs> parlor. No, no. So I used to rent Ken Marino's guest house. Sure. <laughs> this was... Uh, <laughs> Around 2009 or 2010. Good this year. was before <clears throat> Ken Marino fell in with Mexican cinema's greatest star, Eugenio Derbez. Mm-hmm. Years before. Five or six years before. And uh, Ken and Joe Latruglio built a karaoke room in Ken's house. Oh, wow. They came, I got a, had a knock on my door one morning, and it was Ken and Joe, and I had a truck at the time. And they go... They were both really excited, like two little kids on Christmas. And they're like, hey, uh, can we borrow your truck? We want to go buy lumber. <laughs> I, go, I go, for what? And he goes, we're going to build a karaoke room upstairs. <laughs> I, I gave him the keys. I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> and then that night, it was done. That night? They built it in a day. They I think built they, a room? I think they got a guy to help them. Wow. Um, but they built it. They named it Nine Tight. Because it was as big as this room that we're recording in uh, right now. That's quite small. And it could fit nine people tight. tight. Nine tight. Oh, boy. So it's called nine tight. How could you not give your keys to Joe Latrulio and Ken Marino? Exactly. They come up to you. You're looking at two of the stars of the state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're looking at this, the, sc- the screenwriter and, of Diggers. Yeah. Wasn't that the name of the movie? <laughs> yeah, Diggers, yeah, sure. That was a good movie. Based on his father. Uh, you're you're looking at uh, you're looking at the star of Bro- the star to be of Brooklyn Nine Nine mm-hmm. and Burning Love. Sure, <laughs> a lot of great. Wet hot between those two men. Still, one of my favorite scenes in Wet Hot is Ken Marino driving his van into a tree while yeah. singing. <laughs> that shit is so funny. <laughs> just he's singing and looking straight ahead where the tree would be, and then just all of a sudden snapping into reality. Right. Going, oh shit. <laughs> Yeah. What's the song he's singing? I was, uh, yeah, it's... Even though we ain't got money. Oh, yeah. I'm so in love with with your money. Everything Everything will take... Oh, fuck! Yeah. (laughs) God, it's so good. So funny. Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. And we host the weekly comedy podcast, One Bad Mother. We celebrate our moments of parenting genius. As well as our failures. Just like, we're going to have hot dogs. And I'm like, no, we're having fun. Everybody loves hot dogs. 
Yeah. And then he just like smashes that thing right on my chest. And then I'm just uh, crying in the middle of like kids' space yeah. while people are like literally dancing with their children. Parenting can be sad and painfully funny at the same time. So join us each week as we admit that this is hard, but we're getting really good at it. Find us at MaximumFun.org or wherever you download podcasts. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Steve Agee, last minute replacement. <laughs> oh, but what a wonderful replace! What? How? It could not be a greater joy to have Steve Agee here. Who do you? I think love he coming was, in. Who do you think Steve was replacing? Why don't you submit all your guesses to at I am Papa John on Twitter. Papa, oh. just holler at I am Papa, Papa John. John. Um, the other day. I took a few of my colleagues out, and you're going to think I'm big-timing here. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, to some extent, I am. I took a few colleagues out for pupusas. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. said, as many as you can eat, it's on me. Where? Uh, at the pupuseria down the block. There's a nice, nice pupuseria called... Pupuseria. Well, the thing is, is like I would tell you, it's called Los Molcajetes. Yeah. It's like jugs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bowls or jugs. Um, but there's three different unrelated pupuserias within a mile of here that are all called mocajetes. No way. Yeah. I figured that out one time when I was like, because pupusas take so long. Like, pupusas are one of those foods where you go in and you order it and then you're like, And I don't know if it's about the process of making pupusas, which does not seem that complicated to me, or if it's like a cultural thing Mm -hmm. about like... uh, Let them wait. Yeah, let them wait. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But they take so long. So I was like, I'm going to call ahead. I called ahead, ordered the pupusas, walked to the pupuseria, said... I ordered whatever pupusas. Oh, no. They said, you did not. <gasps> oh, boy. Did you call the wrong pupusa place? Yeah. <clears throat> did yeah, you go to that I, pupusa place and pick no, it up? No, I, I couldn't figure out what was going on. I took me, it took me days to figure out what had happened. <sighs> and the, what had happened was there's three different pupuserias near Whoa. our office, all of which have the same name. It's like, none a, of which it's like, are a, ra- it's like a raised pizza situation. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So you original molcajetes, sure. famous molcajetes. You essentially prank called a pupuseria. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I took a few. I took a few colleagues to the pupuseria. We had a great time, but on on the way, we were standing at the corner and waiting for a light to change and chatting. As colleagues do. Is that, mm-hmm. by the way, in this neighborhood or your neighborhood? In this neighborhood here. Okay. In Westlake. Uh-huh. Although the Molcajetes in question is sort of on the border between Westlake and Koreatown. Okay. And uh, as we're standing there, a man kind of catches the corner of my eye. Like I'm facing across the intersection 45 degrees. Mm-hmm. And the man is coming to my to, to my right down the street. And I th- I'm thinking like, what's... What's going on with this guy? First thing I notice, he's wearing athletic socks, but not shoes. Mm -hmm. So he's wearing white athletic socks, but no shoes. And he's dressed, I'm going to say, on the edge between (laughs) 
sane and insane person. So, so not insane. conclusively insane, <laughs> although the fact that he's not wearing shoes points towards insane. Yeah. And I'm, I'm evaluating this man. Uh-huh. Like, what, <laughs> what's going on here? Now, I get a big sign as to what's going on here when I notice he's brandishing a knife. Oh, boy. Whoa. <laughs> what are we talking here? Uh, we are talking about a stabbing knife. Mm-hmm. So my first thought is, is this a stabbing knife? Right. And I look at it and notice that it is definitely a is stabbing knife. Does it have serrated like teeth coming it's, out of it? It looks like... A buoy knife? It's like a knife that you would buy is not a... It's not a nice knife. Mm-hmm. It's a knife that you would buy for a dollar <laughs> at a store that also stab. sells that also sells those those little paper wrap things that you throw at the ground and they make a snapping those poppers, sound. Poppers, yeah, yeah. Um, like, but it has it. It's double edged. Mm-hmm. So that's that's oh. my definition of the difference between a standard and stabbing oh. knife. Fewer tough shit. In my elementary school, you would pop those little assholes with your finger. Oh, I would wow. never do it. I, I would never that. do it. I'm, yeah. I was, I was. I'd have a hard time pop. popping a knife one way or the other. <laughs> sure, yeah. I have a friend uh, who writes at Bob's Burgers. His name is Tall John Schrader. Mm-hmm. He drives around with a box of those in the cup holder of his car and just throws them at people randomly as you're driving around. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Seems- and that's what, like something that a he also keeps an air horn do. to blow at people. Wow. He's crazy. How yeah. did he get that job on that nice show? He's funny. He was that a writer on Sarah, Sarah Silverman, sweet tempered, friendly television program. <laughs> this sociopathic prankster. So one night we're driving to a concert, I think maybe at the Wiltern, I think it was Queens of the Stone Age, and uh. Of course, as soon as we get in the car, see people on the sidewalk, he's throwing those poppers at him. I go, have those ever gone off in your car? And he goes, nope. And he reaches down to pick one up, and the whole fucking thing exploded <laughs> in the car. What, what was that like? It was amazing. It sounds hilarious. Horrifying and loud. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he got I, his lo- I love that it happened, though. It was yeah. really, really funny. I wonder what triggered it. Like, what happened to where they all go off at the same time? I think one just exploding next to another. Yeah, sounds like so. chain reaction. Tall John Schrader was talking shit. Yeah, they, they decided to teach him a lesson. <laughs> yep, sure. they overheard that shit. So, nope. so knife knife man's coming coming oh, yeah. round the bend. Stabby, old stabby, old puncture, puncture, puncture wound, little folly, cu- little cutter. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it looked pokey, had- pokey. It had that kind of like black. I'm gonna be sad if the story ends with someone getting stabbed. Textured black plastic handle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that would be on a like a steak knife that you bought a set of for two dollars at the dollar store. Like the cheapest, shittiest plastic handle you could imagine. Did it look like it was wrapped in black electrical tape? No, but it looked like it would <laughs> like it would it would not last long and soon would be wrapped in black electrical right. tape essentially. Right. And <laughs> the guy didn't look murderous, but what was weird is we're standing in a semicircle and being convivial. Like the purpose of this, this is a team building lunch. Mm-hmm. We're just trying I'm just trying to lead my employees in a round of s- social eating. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> Socially. Just trying to encourage everybody to have a, a nice time, enjoy our some, working lunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have a have a pupusa. Have some cortito. You know what I mean? Have some horchata. Exactly. <laughs> I had a nice horchata now that you mention it's it. Very good. Yeah. It was delicious. And uh, not just an uh, horchata, have an ensalada. Oh. Mm. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, the drink, not the food, not right. a, not a salad, no, right. not an ensalada de verduras. Mm. No, the drink. It's like a, uh-uh. it's sort of like a, it's a, like what? It's like one of those agua frescas, but it's a Salvadoran yeah. thing where it's got a lot of weird chopped up fruits in it. Yep. Anyway, this guy's walking up, and I'm thinking, like my, I immediately went into. Who can I put between me and him? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just, Which I just employee grab, is lower on the chain? Grab Christian because he's junior. Yeah. <laughs> just bring him out. What on the ground can I throw at him? Exactly. And I, again, I came up with Christian. Yeah, because he was laying on the ground. <laughs> yeah, time. he's small. Just having a little nap. He's small, a little round. Um, <laughs> he's broad-shouldered more sure. than he is round. Uh, and I... Uh, and I'm like in full fight mode, mm-hmm. but part of being in full fight mode is like, and this is like, I think this is just like a skill that snaps into place from childhood trauma, which is like when you recognize somebody on the roll up, you have to do this thing, which is like, you have to kind of take evasive action without revealing that you're taking evasive action, right? Yep. Is the punchline of this going to be that it was Peter Dinklage? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was not Peter. It turned okay. out to be Warwick Davis. Oh. Uh, Willow. Willow. Uh, Willow the movie himself. Willow. Yeah. And uh, so this, so I'm thinking, like, I have to maintain the tone. I can't be like, hey, guys, man with knife. Yeah. Like, I can't. We can't just all just run away because someone will not understand what's happening. It's like a car <laughs> crash. Like, it's like a car crash where everything is going in slow motion. Mm-hmm. But as if while you were driving, instead of driving, you're just like making office jokes. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Anyway, I'm I'm just in this survival mode where survival means maintaining a convivial conversation as though there weren't a knife man there. Yep. While a knife man keeping my eye on the knife. <laughs> And making sure that the knife doesn't go anywhere dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As the man gets closer and closer to us, he gets to within two feet of Kevin Ferguson, our producer. Whoa. And he's behind him. Whoa. And crosses the street. <sighs> and I said to everybody, Jesus Christ, I am so glad that guy with the knife crossed the street. No one else had noticed this guy with the knife yeah. at all. Zero percent. And I I had this immediate flashback to this conversation I had the other day on Bullseye with our friend Moshe Kasher, mm-hmm. uh, which was uh, there are these weird things that when you are – when you grow up in a dicey place, mm-hmm. like are baked in. And there was a time – and one of them is always distrusting your surroundings. Sure. Being this weird kind of hyper vigilant and always looking for a random guy with a knife. Yeah, and uh, a couple of my colleagues had no interest in having that skill. Mm-hmm. And it occurred to me because I had just had this conversation with Moshe, like 
for much of my life, I would consider that a sign of pathetic weakness. Like that I had been standing there with these three people. None of them saw that there was a guy with a, a crazy person with a knife there. Weakness on their behalf? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They, they are profoundly, mm-hmm. pathetically weak for not recognizing the danger that they were in. <laughs> but then, like, as we're walking to get the pupusas, the realization that I had, and it's one that I've had only in the past, I'm going to give it the past four years of my mm-hmm. life. I'm recently turned 36. Uh-huh. Which was that, oh, yes, they were much happier not having seen the person with the knife. <laughs> no, he didn't stab anyone. Sure. He was just a crazy guy walking around with a knife. <laughs> he, Jesus. He, nothing bad happened. It is de- it, Given that nothing bad happened, right. it's definitely better not to know that there was a crazy man with a knife. Yeah. If something bad had happened, well, sure, maybe there's something you could do. There's not that much you can do about it. Right. But given that he had no ill intent, he just happened to be holding a stabbing knife, you know? Maybe he was taking it to trade it in at a Knives for Gift Cards event. Yeah, might have been trying to get get, get some nice clean needles. Get tickets to the Dodgers-Brewers game. Yeah. Two feet from Kevin, he could have stabbed him. What if he had stabbed Kevin in the back and you're like, I saw that coming. Yeah, I didn't want to say anything. Why didn't you do (laughs) Jesse. (laughs) I don't know. What what can you do? He wasn't – it was like – he wasn't he ha- he was holding the knife. Yeah. He wasn't like swinging it or it's just like down at his side walking with a knife. He had it in a Oh, it was just... in he had it facing downward like if he had downward, been ca- like holding a, a coffee. Ree, ree, yeah. ree, ree. Like oh, really? if you, like if you imagine someone stabbing a pumpkin over sure. and over. <laughs> That's how he was holding it. He wasn't holding it in like a in like the an blade arrow. wasn't thumb side up. It, it was wasn't like, yeah, it wasn't like an arrow flint. I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna do a fencing move and poke you with it. Right. It was a, like I'm gonna a, bring it a down. downward. Sure. Yeah. And but it wasn't Jesus. above. It wasn't held up. Have you like looked at local police blotters to see if there's been a oh. a stabbing epidemic? Well, of course, there's been a stabbing epidemic. Yeah. There's a continuing <laughs> stabbing sure, yeah. epidemic. We're in a constant state of stabbing. <laughs> yeah, there's a continuous flood of stab. Yeah. Like, I think the blotter would more likely to be say, f- would say, like, an, an unusual no one was stab stabbed today. Yeah, Sunday. Few stabbings. Yeah. Few stabbings in mm-hmm. Westlake this week. <laughs> Seven down yeah. from 42 the oh previous week. This is broad daylight, right? Yeah, absolutely. Broad Lunchtime. daylight. Yeah, I mean, like, and the, the you other, guys like we're burning the midnight oil. It's eleven p.m. Let's take a little break. Like because the thing of it is, is that you cannot. It was one of those things where you can't run away. Because if you run away, it's like a. It's like you can't move when a tyrannosaurus is looking at you. Sure, yeah. <laughs> but like by, <laughs> Jurassic Park taught us anything. Their vision is based move. on movement. Yep. Like by running away. You are activating the situation. You're, like, turn, you're saying, I'm a victim. Chase me. Exactly. Sure. I have like, something valuable. Yes. And so that's Life. why it was- Yeah, my kidney. Why it my was unstabbed kidney. So essential to maintain bonhomie mm-hmm. during this time, a standard level of bonhomie. <laughs> Got to maintain the good vibes yeah. in that situation. But yeah, I mean, like what I learned out of it, 
I think that I am the broken one. Mm. Like that while I as a as a teen, I would have interpreted it as being like I would have been like Jesus Christ. You didn't see the knife, you could have gotten us killed. I feel like the guy with the knife is the broken one. Sure, yeah. He shouldn't have a knife. He should, he you, should, you should have knives around the house I mean, for, you know, cooking. Holster it, at least. Sure, yeah. Have a nice... Probably headed to a knives for shoes event. Yeah. <laughs> Swap the knives for some shoes. He was probably going fishing. Oh, yeah. In, Maybe he just puts it in his mouth. In the lake here. Dives in. Someone caught a he, giant fish recently. Yeah. Yeah. That was like a, what was it, like a 35 a or 40 news, pounder. A news-making fish. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah, I, I saw, saw the photos. Sure. I was yeah. like, that thing survived that long. I know. It's as big as the lake. Yeah. Are there, yeah, I wonder if there are maybe, is that the first sign of like mutations going on in this lake? A mutation maybe. that will bring about a beast. Maybe. Just that there's a gargantuan carp. Yeah, that'll like become become land-based. Is that what it point. was, carp? Yeah, well, they used uh. to think... They used to think that the dinosaurs were closest in relation to lizards. Mm-hmm. That's why they were called terrible lizards uh-huh. uh, in Latin. But it turns out uh, they're closest in relation to carp. Mm. So, mm. Wow. Yeah, so a, a 35-pound carp, carp is, is like a dinosaur living in our world. Yeah. Mm. It's like a look back in time. Sure. <laughs> you know, a lot of, I'm Neil deGrasse sure. Tyson. You know, what a lot of people don't know What's is that? that carp have feathers. Really? Yeah. I mean, I think what? we see them in the movies and they're sleek. I but thought in, I, in reality they huh. have feathers. I thought huh. I knew I thought I knew everything about carp. Mm-hmm. I uh, another something that my daughter taught me. Mm-hmm. My daughter's in kindergarten. Um, she takes, you know, she loves science. She loves takes reading books and mm-hmm. taking science classes. And her name is collecting. That's collecting lavender. Yeah. lavender My daughter yeah, collecting yeah. lavender. Okay. And uh, she she taught me uh, that they can operate door handles. Mm. And they work. They hunt in packs. Carp. Carp are the pigeons of the water. Yeah, that's what that's what they that's what their their Latin name yeah. is aqueus pigeonus. <laughs> Pajanos. <laughs> the, the pigeons of the water. Agua Pajanos. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll be back in just a second. I'm Jordan Jessica. Hi, this is Griffin McElroy. Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. And we're the host of Rose Buddies. It's a podcast about the Bachelor family of products. We watch The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise. Yes, it is garbage television, but we're the king and queen of this garbage pile. We're the raccoons in charge around here. So join us on Tuesdays. Because the TV show's on Mondays. And basically we'll recap what we saw and we'll just sort of scoop the garbage around us and make a little fort out of it. No viewing required. But it's it's a good TV show. What are you doing? <laughs> It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Steve Agee, angel of death. We don't have any sponsors on this week's program. Nothing up on the Jumbotron. If you want to get I'll up on the Jumbotron, MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. What I'll throw got? out a little plug. What's that? For the delicious Carl's Jr.'s cookies <laughs> Steve Agee brought us. Steve Agee brought Thank us you. chocolate chip cookies from Carl's Jr., <laughs> known as Hardee's, mm-hmm. east of the Mississippi. When you had texted east me. East of the Rockies? Yeah, I think so. When you had texted I wonder me, what the f- I wonder what the first Hardee's is. Like, if you're traveling, oh, yeah. I want to know why there's a difference. 
I think was they, it a divorce I and think, someone got? Do you think that the do you think that the uh, fucking first California settlers? Where it must have been thrilled to see the first Carl's Jr. Yeah, right. Like, ah, we're home. Uh, Traveling in the we're home. Trail. Let's can't wait till we get to, to California sure. to in and out. <laughs> yeah, circle the wagons. But when you called me to see if I could come in, it was fairly last minute, and I was like, I'll be right there. I was driving here, like, oh fuck, I haven't eaten anything today, just coffee, and I'm going to be <laughs> halfway through this interview, and I'm going to start trembling. Yeah. So. I haven't had, had, I haven't had, I haven't had fast food in so long. But I would I was rather, like, I would rather do a podcast on ecstasy than do a podcast with an empty stomach but coffee. Yeah, yeah. It, I, it was, and I was like, I'll just go to Carl's. Yeah. And uh, so I got, got you, get, you guys a little dessert. It was really. I got the Western get. bacon cheese. I mean, that's a how that work out for you, buddy? Classic, it was good. A, a, a fast food classic. Let's hope it stays good. Yeah. I want I want to drop I want to do want to drop one plug. Mm-hmm. Speaking of plugs, as many listeners know, I'm the proprietor of the Put This On mm-hmm. Shop. Uh, it is a vintage and uh, vintage treasures and uh, accessories mm-hmm. shop associated with my menswear blog. Put This On. Um, it's dads and grads mm. season. Uh, so on PutThisOnShop.com, you will find the usual selection of treasures, but you will also find a special selection of gifts for dads. Nice. A second special selection, gifts for grads. And a third special selection, gifts for cads. Cads? <laughs> like shitty people? Cad in your life. Yeah. So for the rogue. Whether you're looking- He didn't call me back. <laughs> I'm going to get him a- I'm going to get him a little gift. A, a clip. curio. <laughs> so those are all available at PutThisOnShop.com. Mm-hmm. So go there and uh, do some shopping for somebody. Find a special- I always get- I feel like a lot of Jordan Jesse Go listeners mm-hmm. will buy a special- like a little pin- a lot of like vintage special pins and cufflinks, little sure. little nice things. We had a listener, uh, who, Jordan Jesse Go listener, who uh, is a minister, a cool minister. So youth pastor. She got uh, she got some vintage uh, Bible study pins. Mm. Whoa! Uh, from the twenties that we wow. had in the shop. We still have a few more actually. Uh, but put this on shop.com. Those are not in the CADS section. Do you sell mus- mustache wax? No, we don't sell mustache mm. wax, but I do wax my mustache. So I can tell. It looks it's very gonna, lustrous. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's going to go up up the nose and yeah. into the mouth. Yeah. You got to keep it going sideways. What do you use? Uh, you know, I. it's called... <laughs> Dr. Zog's sex it's... wax. <laughs> it's good enough for your board. <laughs> it's good enough for your face. <laughs> I didn't want to research it, and I didn't want to ask anyone because both of those seemed real weird to me. I didn't want to type. I didn't want my browser to know mustache wax was a phrase I was interested in. Basically, oh yeah, that makes sense. So I bought the highest rated one that was on what we shall call a popular online shopping site. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How'd it work out for you? Um, it work. It works great, and it's called. Can you handle bar? Oof. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oof. <laughs> Can you handle bar? It's a really it's a really effective sure. wax. I'm grateful for it. It's lasted me quite a long mm. time. Yeah. Um, but boy. I'm just glad that I didn't click on a sponsored 
cookie link that says, can you handle bar? And then for the rest of my life, all I Those get don't is go away, yeah. Facebook things that say, because you like can you handle <sighs> bar, <sighs> we think you'll like, oh, asshole club. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Dollar asshole club. <laughs> asshole club. I know last week we didn't, I teased the story about, about, Cuckolding and having a drink poured on me. Yeah, I said I was going to get to it today. Yeah, <laughs> we're past that point. Yeah, pushing well, it to next week. So oh okay. shit! Sorry, everybody. Pushing oh it to shit, next week. dude! It was just a really good one. Oh shit! Worth the wait. It's going to be worth the wait. Yeah, well, I'm excited about it. Yeah, you know, in our office, somebody got a label brought in a label maker. Mm-hmm. People have really been going ape shit with the labels. Uh, somebody put on my colleague Stacy's desk uh, one of the drawers. Do not open. Contains spiders. Mm-hmm. She's very <laughs> afraid of spiders. Yeah, boy, caused a lot of that's problems. The last, around the that's office. the last thing you want to you want to see on your drawer. Uh, yeah, the the real champion was Nick Liao, mm-hmm. a production fellow here, who's who's been mad that people have been using his headphones, just stealing them from his desk mm-hmm. and stuff. So he labeled them, and he just labeled them "cuck." Mm. I, I wouldn't you, touch them. Yeah, exactly. you don't want to be walking around. Like some dirty cuck. No, some yeah. snowflake. No, but maybe you do. Yeah. Maybe there's some <laughs> nasty motherfuckers out there. Fine with that. I see you out there. I see you out uh-huh. there. Nasty cucks. Let me let me let me ask our listeners this. Can yeah. I ask our please? Y'all nasty? You guys nasty? <laughs> y'all, y'all nasty? Yeah, you're nasty. Y'all nasty. Raise y'all your hand nasty. if you're nasty. You know you're nasty. Yeah. You know you're nasty out there. You're nasty cucks. Nasty. You nasty cuck snowflake libtards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got any we got any nasty nasty SJWs yeah. out there. I'm gonna fuck oh, you right yeah. in your safe space. Ooh, right yeah. in the safe space. Ooh. Mm. What are you? Some kind of snowflake? Mm. Ooh. SJWs. Delicate snowflake. snowflake. <laughs> oh. What are you yeah. on? Hillary Clinton's murder list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fuck you while you're watching Transparent on Amazon Prime. Uh. <laughs> Pizzagate. <laughs> right up the Pizzagate. Mm, pizza rat. <laughs> <laughs> right up the pizza rat. What are you, one of those nasty you pizza those rats? Nasty pizza rats. It's <laughs> one of those sexy ass mm. pizza rats. <laughs> Dragging that pizza. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> When something momentous happens to you, we have you call us at 206-984-4FUN. Here's our first call. Hey, what's up? This is Cole in Ridgewood, Queens. Uh, just had a momentous occasion. I dropped my keys down into a uh, drain, and they were, like, literally about to fall off into the edge about four feet deep into a uh, black abyss. But I ran inside and made a makeshift hook and uh, dental floss system. Went back outside, fished them out in like under a minute. Yeah. Hope you guys are having a good day. Bye. We hope the same for you, Cole. Way to go, MacGyver. You know what? <laughs> Normally I like to shit on collars. It's fun. And they my, suck. My They're nasty little cucks. cucks. <laughs> nasty. Pizza rats. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, you, you jack off. Dragging that Ooh. pizza. Ooh, you nasty. You nasty oh, dogs mm. in a swimming pool. You nasty gutter <laughs> snipes. Flopping around in that <laughs> swimming pool. Ooh, you cats. Ooh, you're you some cats. food on the ground. And nasty I'm going to eat grads. you anyway. Oh. Five second rule, baby. Nasty grads out there. Yeah. Mm. Normally I like to shit on... <laughs> People who call in, especially when their call seems braggy. Sure. 
And my first instinct with this call was to shit on him. I almost paused the call to shit on him for specifying what neighborhood in Queens he was calling from. Mm -hmm. Because Queens is already too specific. That already presumes that we want to know what neighborhood of the borough of what borough of New York City. Just say New York City. Yeah. Sure. Calling from New York. People know what that fucking is. Sam, calling from the island. Maybe you can say Brooklyn. I'm not nuts about that either. Yeah, I mean, it, look, if you say Queens, that's fine. You sure. see that as sort of like your identity. You don't want it. You're not one of those. Think you're one of you're those. You're not one of those midtown bankers. Yeah. Give like, us your like, address. Be cool. more specific. You're cool. If you call from Cambridge, Massachusetts, it's fine. You don't have to say Boston. You sure. can say I'm calling from Cambridge, Massachusetts. That's okay. But don't tell me. That you're in the fish district, Cambridge, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. It's nah. Too specific. Nah. However, however, I do like the idea of saving keys from a train. Yeah, I like it a lot. I wonder if this and guy I'm, had. I'm proud of him. I'm yeah. proud of Cole right now. He said makeshift floss, <laughs> dental hook. floss. I wonder if he had the hook, or if he had to make the hook out of a a, a third thing, paper or clip, or a second thing, probably a paper clip, paper wire paper hanger, baby. Paperclip, baby. Wire hanger all mm-hmm. the way, baby. Yeah, you nasty <laughs> gutter you rat. love to get up in that gutter, don't you? Yeah. Gutter Floss you fucker. Stick oh. that hanger up your gutter <laughs> to get your fucking nasty cut keys. Oh, yeah. Tiny little keys. You like the way that feels, you gutter fucker? We're flossing, baby. <laughs> the fuck is happening? Where's all my gutter fuckers out there, baby? <laughs> Let's take our next call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. This is Joe from Nashville calling with a momentous occasion. So my boyfriend and I were having sex in his hospital bed uh, when a nurse proceeded to walk in. And he pops up, though for like, um, and then being in the midst of going down on me. And later, as she quickly closes the door, embarrassed, she's like, did, did, did she see us? And I'm just like, come on, it's not a fucking invisibility look. Anyway... Um, she had made it very clear that she'd be back in an hour. She took, um, she disappeared for a few hours, to be honest, and comes back without knocking and enters. Then after that, she, she was pretty nice beforehand, but after that, she's just been kind of cold and kind of awkward and stuff. Like, maybe we should have invited her, you know, and just joined the party. I don't know. Maybe it was rude. I'm not sure what the etiquette is in that situation. But anyway, to make it better, it was our first time. And, yeah, that's pretty memorable. Anyway, <laughs> I love the show, and no punch of one. Bye. Lots to talk about oh, here. Oh, yeah. First, first, first. Yeah. Hospital. Before we talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Just want to let the listener know. Yeah. As we were listening to that call. <laughs> yeah. Steve Agee started out by doing the okay sign and finger fuck motion, yeah. and then it just turned, turned into, into him it. pulling off his thumb. <laughs> the dislocated thumb trick. Who needs that other guest? Not us. Uh, <laughs> Steve Agee now making shadow animals on the wall. Look, hospital sex makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like this is the first, this is the... Did someone just described a porno scenario to us? Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Jill, by the way. Jill yeah. had a good. I we've lately we've we've put a moratorium on weird sex calls, relatively speaking. Oh, we've been looking for just good old fashioned key saving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> catching a catching a polywog down by the bog, and yeah, yeah. 
Or even in the bog. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I don't want to go in the bog. Right. I'll go near the bog. Where are you getting your cranberries? <laughs> I get them from the store because I'm not nasty. Oh. Yeah, you ain't nasty. Hey, Jordan. What? Call me Miss Jackson because I'm nasty. I will. When uh, it comes to gathering, gathering cranberries. cranberries from the <laughs> you, bog. I'll get right up you in that bog. bog yeah. dweller. Oh, yeah. Put your face right in that swamp. Oh, oh. soak that beard, Jesse. <laughs> that nasty swamp water. Here comes a gator, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Snapping so turtle. Majestic. Um, uh, th- I liked Jill's attitude. Good dude. I liked that she had a voice that suggested that she has a second career playing. A puppet of Stuart Little in <laughs> children's library productions. I was going to say maybe she's oh, the voice yeah, of yeah. the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> yeah. Very distinctive voice. Very distinctive voice. I like anyone who calls in with a very distinctive voice. And I like anybody who's fucking anyone who's in the hospital. This is something that I would like to see more professional athletes doing. I couldn't tell if she was the one hospitalized or if the boyfriend I was. think she said in his hospital bed. His, yeah. Okay, yeah. I would like to see more athletes contributing to their communities by doing things like fucking people in hospitals. You know, nice of him. Mm-hmm. Even though he's the one laid up, he, he munched, munched that feels, bug. It feels like he should be the one making the phone call to you guys. Sure, yeah. yeah. You know, as soon as the nurse opened the door and saw the gator was coming, yeah, closed it right back. But you know, up. maybe he's not. He he isn't the one who called because he passed away. Yeah. Shortly after having been <laughs> fucked in this hospital bed. R.I.P. Jill Sport. R.I.P. Jill Sport. R.I.P. Hospital fucker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, is this the guy? Is this the same guy who's uh, being nasty? Yeah. Is that uh, a nasty guy? I'll put it in my bedpan. This is awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy's getting worse and worse. Bust a nut in <laughs> my <laughs> IV this bag. Is genuinely upsetting. Uh, Give me a little cafeteria <laughs> jello. Squeeze Ooh. that juice in the my IV bag. Buy a balloon at the gift shop. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> I was enjoying the nasty guy before. Uh, this is awful. Different nasty I'm ready guy. for that big dick this enema. Is sickening. Yeah. This is <laughs> big dick enema. Really sickening. Steve. You should maybe cut this part out. Steve, this out. That's I'm making myself sick. Awful. I feel dizzy. What you should we should what, what is we should this, do is a jerky boy's tape. <laughs> He didn't call anyone sizzle chest. Sizzle chest. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to share your momentous occasion with us, and why would you at this point? No. No reason to. 206-984-4FUN is the number to call. Put it in your phone. That's 206-984-4FUN. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Steve Agee. Pizza rat. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that there's someone out here out here who is just turned on by pizza rat. <laughs> I am. I hate everything about this character that Steve is doing. Right by the now. way, you said something when I said pizza rat about like yeah, dragging that pizza, and I envisioned a dragon <laughs> dragging a oh, pizza. Oh yeah, that sounds fun. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's, that's a, a subreddit. Reddit. Yeah, it's totally a subreddit. Dragons dragging pizzas. Yeah, I. I I could, 
I could get off to that. Sure. (laughs) I mean, pull one off. It would have to be like I would really have had to have exhausted all my normal sexual interests. Mm -hmm. I could probably get off to a dragon pulling a pizza across a subway station. Or Khaleesi feeding pizza to her dragons. (laughs) There's some appeal there. There's some appeal there. (laughs) If the dragon is being ridden by a (laughs) secondary character from Sonic the Hedgehog, I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) Are there even other... Well, I mean, is is Knuckles, is that a primary or a secondary character? So, uh, my, my knowledge of this is spotty. Right. And oh God, please don't correct me. Because I know who King Koopa is. Sure. So, so the Sonic games, uh, since we were since we were at at our prime Sonic playing age, Sonic Spinball, since the original mm. Genesis Adventures, Sonic Spinball, these things have just been going, and they've been Sonic Spinball. We Tales. all love Sonic Spinball. It's the rule of threes. Yeah, say it three times. <laughs> so there's a cast of characters now. Yeah. in the Sonicoverse, that that he's collected through games. Cartoons, comics, and it's, there's this extended universe of animals the internet wants to fuck. Oh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Is there like a game like, uh, you, you know that video game called like Disney Heart Adventure? Sure. Where Donald Duck is going Kingdom on Hearts. an adventure? Yeah, with Sephiroth. Yeah. <laughs> with, with Sephiroth. Oh, uh, from Final Fantasy. It oh. is a, it's that... that game takes place in a kind of a liminal world between Disney and Final Fantasy. Okay. Oh, all right. It's for I real just cool assumed, dudes. I just assumed it was something from like a Hieronymus Bosch painting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but like the Disneys, they go on an adventure sure. together mm-hmm. and, and you learn more about, because they don't really, I mean, one thing about those Disney characters is they have no characteristics. Sure, yeah. Donald Duck gets mad a lot. Yeah, that's Goofy's true. dumb. Very one note. Yeah. yeah, but uh, you learn about you learn about what their dreams and hopes and dreams sure. as you adventure through this yeah. through this hellscape. Those are the hearts <laughs> in Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yeah, and uh, is there something like that in the game? Uh, s- s- whatever Sonic Spinball three three D. I think I think so. I think that there is a there is a deeper Sonic lore than there was when we were kids. When it was just you know, you got to save the animals. From Doctor Robotnik. Oh yeah, Doctor Robotnik. So, but I think the there is guy. more. I think there are. There is a fractured timeline now. I think there's a young Sonic and a new Sonic. I think they have met is there a in Latino a kind of a hub world. <laughs> I don't think Sonic has a race. What about in the? He was voiced in the cartoon by Julio White. Sonic Twenty Sixty Six Universe. Yeah, right. Exactly. So I think there is that going on. Uh-huh. But what I do know, what I can say for certain, uh-huh. is that the extended cast of Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> People love to draw them fucking on the internet. Yeah. They oh, sure do. Every cartoon. And do they yeah. fucking just a variety of combinations? Yeah, I mean, mostly they're pregnant, though. Oh, the male, oh, The males are pregnant. And they're oh, uncomfortable. Oh, so they're pregging. Yeah, they're, these are impregs. Impregs. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Genre of fan art where people draw male characters. And is pregnant? Pregnant. Does Jaleel, oh, does Jaleel White he does, television he voices Urkel, them all. is he still? He voices them all. Got it. He finds every nasty fan drawing. Got it. And just does a little VO for it. There's him. none that are too too nasty for him. And then instead of being played by Urkel, it's played by Dwayne Wayne from. <laughs> right, yes. yeah, oh my yeah. god! If if you see Knuckles flip down some sunglasses, <laughs> yeah, 
then you know, you know that's one of the Dwayne Wayne ones, not one of the Jaleel White ones. Mm. Thank you so much for letting us know about that, Hey, Jordan. happy to do it. I'm happy. Send your nastiest Sonic fan art to at I am Papa John. <laughs> Find Shadow the Hedgehog going to town on Shrek. I've seen that. It exists. <sighs> Send it, it to I am Papa John. It's like, those are like things where like people, it's like a joke, but then people are into it. Like the more <clears throat> joke pictures of... Knuckles of of <laughs> sure of Knuckles fucking Jenna Jameson or whatever mm-hmm. uh, you draw Jenna Jameson <laughs> sure wow. famous fictional character Jenna Jameson <laughs> Jenna Jameson <laughs> the more pictures of that you draw as a joke mm-hmm. the more into it you are just as like if you're doing dragons fucking cars at at the beginning of your 3D animation project, you think it's a real hoot, mm-hmm. and by the end, you're as hard as a rock four weeks later. I mean, I think that with those... Because of the rendering time. I mean, the I'm not... time it takes for rendering. Yeah, I'm not going to pretend to say for certain. Right. But I think it's some of those are legit. Some are jokes. Mm-hmm. People jack off to all of them. Right. And it, it you'll drive yourself crazy. I mean, I... If I've you jack- look at these things and try and figure out the intent... Because it's impossible. Yeah. I've jacked off to Kingdom Hearts before. Sure. <laughs> Donald Duck particularly. We love it when <laughs> Donald bitch. Duck meets Sephiroth. Sephiroth. We've all talked about yep. what would happen if Donald Duck ever Rem- met Sephiroth. I like to imagine Sephiroth. And tell me, tell, stop me if this too mm-hmm. too much, you know, TMI. Yeah. I don't think I like you can go there. Sephiroth. There's no TMI after what we've been <laughs> impregnating Donald Duck. That would be amazing. <sighs> Donald would be so mad because he's uncomfortable. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then he would make Sephiroth smoke a whole box of cigars. <laughs> <laughs> We're all jacking off. I can't achieve orgasm <laughs> I'm in a vault full of gold coins. <laughs> um, Steve Ag, what what are you up to, buddy? Is there anything we can tell people to look at besides your uh, beautiful photographs on your Insta? Steve Ag is a gifted photographer who takes photographs Very on nice his Insta. Photos. Yeah, Very just nice follow photos. me on Instagram at Steve Ag. You're in Guardians of the Galaxy number two. Go see that little movie. Volume two. Volume two. You know, in some ways it's like a book. In some ways, it, uh, some ways it's like a movie. Some ways it's like a novel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it comes Space in volumes novel. like it's Dickens. Got a, it's got a yep. scope. Yeah. Yep. Grand scope. A grand, grand scope. Mm. Yep. Chris Pratt. Sure. So it's got two things going for it. Grand scope, Chris Pratt. Steve Agee. And of course, Three things. Of course, pizza rats. Mini group. Yeah. Little Just, group. Can little I groups. give you an example of something mini little, group little, might like to little say? Little group yeah. Hey, I'm a tree. Close. That is his classic catchphrase. Close. Hey, hey I'm a I tree. am a tree. <laughs> I'm a tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, Sephiroth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fertile. <laughs> uh, <laughs> pregnant Groot's going to be in the third movie. <laughs> yeah, we've had standard Groot, baby Groot, no. pregnant Groot, is third it okay trimester that we Groot. Do this show? <laughs> nah, we shouldn't. We shouldn't do 
shouldn't do the show. What? I have an NPR show. Yeah. I always think that when I'm listening to you on NPR, I'm like, he says some horrible shit on his other podcast. I'm generally good natured. We might be in trouble if anyone started listening to this one, but yeah. it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Not an issue. That's the biggest we'll concern. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Yeah, the biggest concern is if would if someone tuned into this program or subscribed to it in a podcast program. Mm-hmm. Right. As long as that doesn't happen, we're safe. We're good. Golden. And you know what? I don't see any reason to do that, so I don't see why that would be a concern. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. yeah. We're on solid ground, I think. Mm-hmm. Daniel Baruela on the boards this week. Thank you, Daniel. I'm calling him Danny around the office. It's, mm, it's a lot of fun. Danny boy. It's a lot of fun. Well, he's got a positive attitude mm-hmm. uh, and a boyish charm that makes it fun to call him Danny. I bet that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> is that it? No, Brian Fernandez oh, is yes, our producer. That's true, yeah. Yeah, I was trying to think of who else is involved in this. Hard to say. Mess. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever this thing is. Debacle. Thank you to the great Steve A.G. Thanks, Steve, guys. Thanks. You you never fail. You got me off my couch. Send him a, send him a thank you on Twitter for coming in, in at such, such short, short notice. notice. Yeah, he's on Twitter at I am Papa John. Mm-hmm. Yep. Send me hate mail. I don't fucking care. A.G. doesn't you give a shit. Pizza fuckers. <laughs> you pizza fucking fucks. <laughs> Put some anchovies yes. on that shit. Let's get Suck down. my nuts num, with num, pepperonis. Num. No, it's num, awful. Num. I don't you like that. sack fuckers. Ooh. It really bothers <laughs> me. Dip my tate in that no. garlic dipping sauce. It bothers me. It'll hurt your tummy if you I have too much. I don't like yeah, it. I'm coming. <laughs> Ooh, I made a cum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm made of cum. <laughs> we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.